0: Think you need to compromise who you are to advance your career as a black or brown woman? Think again. Because there's a playbook for corporate America and those aren't the rules, but you won't find it in college or on the job. I know because I learned the hard way and now I'm here to show you how the game is played. Hi, I'm Linda Talaferro, the vice president of quality at a global technology company and founder of The Tea, The Extra Effort where I help black and brown women like you change the trajectory of their career with one-on-one coaching, workshops, and this podcast, Being Brown at Work. If you want to know how black and brown women are navigating everything from microaggressions to being the only person of color in the room so they can blaze their trail through corporate America, listen now. Greetings, everyone. It is, yes, Linda Talaferro from the TV Extra Effort. And of course, what do I always say? This is my favorite time of the week, favorite time of the month. It is Being Brown at Work Live. Thank you so much for joining me, whether live or catching this on the replay. I greatly appreciate you I can't express how much I appreciate the support, the followership, the joining, the messages, the comments. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So let me me kick this off with a couple of statements, see if any of this resonates with you. So you know you're already, I mean, your plate is beyond full, beyond full, yet you get another assignment. And what do you do? You say yes. You say yes. Or maybe it's, uh, you know, people come to you and they said, you know what? We really want you to take this on because you always seem to drive things to closure. You can really like you, you, you just save us. You save the situation every time. So we need you to take this on as well. It's, I mean, that feels good, doesn't it? I mean, when you hear something like that, it feels really good. Or if you're like me, and, and granted, I've heard those other two things before, but if you're also like me, you've been told early on in your life, you have got to work harder. You have got to be better than. You've got to just work, 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 do more, be more. Yes, because I know I've been told all of those things. All of those things. And I would raise my hand each and every time, or I would say yes, each and every time, or I would keep my head down and work hard each and every time, each and every time. When I knew, I knew that I was overloaded, but I don't want to be seen as not being a team player. Right. Because that's in the back of my mind. I don't want to be seen as not being a team player. I don't want to be seen as an angry black woman. I don't want to be seen as someone that's difficult to deal with. So let me say yes every time. Let me say yes every time. And frankly, when I said yes, when you say yes, uh, we do we get it done. We get it done, but it's usually at some type of expense. It's expense most likely to our health. It's expense of becoming potentially burnt out. Um, I mean, stress, which is health, all those things, right? But we come in every single day giving 300% and not rethinking it at all and not holding anyone else accountable for paying or recognizing the value that we bring in that three hundred percent, What does that translate to? Being a workhorse. I mean, frankly, that's what it translates to. And it's not something you know let's let's just be real. I know I intentionally did not want to become the workhorse. And, you know, I grew up being told that because of who I am, it requires me to work harder, to do more. I will tell you, it wasn't until way into my career that I had someone to tell me that that was not going to make the difference. But yet I had been doing it for years, doing it for years So if any of this resonates for you, if I just gave you three examples and there are many, many more, there are many more, but if any of that resonates for you, if you, if you find yourself constantly saying yes, if you find yourself constantly being approached, if you find yourself that years have gone by and you've gotten a huge workload but it doesn't seem to be balanced with compensation to match the workload, then you, like me, like I was years and years ago, you can identify yourself as a workhorse. If you're struggling with it, (laughs) let me just tell you, let me just help you call a thing a thing, right? Let me just help you call that. That's exactly what's happening to you in your career, unfortunately. And what I want to talk about in this session Is how to stop being that workhorse. We cannot be everything to everybody and feel totally rewarded, be totally rewarded, be totally rewarded, and bring value to the workplace and to ourselves. Because after a period of time, we're going to burn out and you're not going to be able to perform at that level continuously. Yeah, we'll we'll kill it for a while, no doubt. We'll kill it for a while because why, why, right? What are we told? We are strong black women. We are strong brown women. You know, some of us may say, hey, I, I wanna drop that strong title, right? Because that's an expectation that I don't know that I'm comfortable carrying anymore. And I would say, let's just rewrite the narrative, kill the cape, remove the cape from your back. Because you're not the person that comes save the day on a regular basis. That should not be you, especially if you're not going to be compensated for it. You know, I had a conversation with a young woman not long ago. Great conversation. And it was actually refreshing because I will tell you, it's rare that I find people that look like you and I that have the fortitude to do what she did and then to kill it and be successful. So she was constantly being approached as well. And they came to her, would say, hey, we would like for you to take this scope of responsibility. And you know what she said? She said, I would be happy to, because in the back of her mind, she said, okay, hey, that is going to broaden me. That's going to deepen me. It's going to prepare me for the future. She said, I'd be happy to. But I only do it if you give me 18 to 20% more in compensation. <laughs> when she shared that with me and then shared with me that she got the 18%, I was like, I was applauding. Because nine times out of 10, we rarely will take that chance, rarely take that chance to say, yes, but, yes, but. And and Raymond, I hear you. So Raymond's joining me live. Yeah. I feel like I, the work won't get done if I don't do it, but never thought about compensation. There we are, Raymond. There we are. Right. Okay. Maybe the work won't get done if you don't do it because maybe you are the best person to get the job done, but let's not feel like we have to be the person that's riding in on the white horse, you know, with the Cape again, saving the day. Now, To your point, Raymond, if we can get it done and we know we can, let's make sure we get recognized for it. Let's make sure we get compensated for it. Like the example I just gave of the young woman I spoke to, oh, it's been a little while back now, but she was successful in that. You know why? She stood in her power and her worth, knew the value that she bought, brought to the table, and coupled that with. I wasn't, I mean, when she told me the percentages, I was not mad at her at all, 18 to 20%. She specifically asked for that. She knew the value. She knew that it was a pain point for the organization. She knew she should. She could bridge the gaps. And she asked for her, the, the worth for her being involved in leading to Raymond's point, getting it done. And she got it. Now, if you can do that, definitely raise your hand and say yes. But here, even when we can do that, it's got to be measured. It's got to be strategic because you're not always going to get that compensation. Then uh, do you turn to the burnout? Absolutely not. And we've got somebody else joining live too. It's happening to you right now. I hear you. And this is why, this is so important. It's happening to all of us. Continuously, it happens off and on. And so that's why I'm here to offer you some suggestions on how to remove that cape, How to be able to do that and breathe while you're doing it, not have a lot of anxiety around it, and how you can stop being the workhorse. Yes, we want to all be team members. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can be a team member, but not be the team member that gets spent and gets stretched and gets to a point where... They can't sleep at night and they're not resting in distress. And and then you're not showing up in your fullness of your excellence to be after that happens to you. That's not the team member you want to be. So how how you saying, Linda, I hear you. I get it. Like this person on Facebook, this joining me. Okay, I'm living it. I hear you, Linda. I know what it's like. So how do I remove that cape? How do I stop being the workhorse? Here's one way. I'm going to give you several ways. One is what I just gave you the example of. If you have the fortitude that the young lady that I talked to some time ago had, who had delivered results in the past, who, as Raymond says, gets it done because she does it, right? And the team and the organization and her leader knew that. If, and if she understood her value, if you understood your value like she understood hers, then that's one way. Say yes but say yes conditionally and only accept it once the conditions are met. She got her 18%. She gave him a rage 18 to 20. She got the 18. She took it on. Of course, she killed it. And now she's responsible for that area with people that's reporting to her. That's one way. Another way is to realize you can't be everything to everybody and that there's power in saying no but it's how you say no. One way you can say no is there's someone else on the team, or there's someone else that you're aware of that has the same skill set that can still kill it like you could kill it in that area. And you recommend them because, for whatever reason, they seem not to become the workhorse. And you say, you know what? My bandwidth is pretty tight right now, but I know that Jeff over here in another area on another team or in your same team can get it done because he has X, Y, Z skills and he has done X, Y, Z. So you're not just dropping the load of no, but you're giving them another solution and they can go tap that solution. And so, you know, Raymond, you asked me, so how do you overcome being told if you say no too many times, you'll not be promoted. Uh, Okay yeah that Raymond appreciate the question <laughs> that is often told to us often told to us people that look like us because there's a a belief that if they tap into that part of the desire for our careers that they know that we have and if they tap tap into that part of our what they believe could be weakness that's going to tip us over into the yes, they'll say that. Uh, 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 Raymond, I can't tell you how many times I have been told you will never be or if you don't do that, you will never this. I can't tell you how many times. And uh, and of those how many times I was told that is how many times that they were wrong. But the difference is early on in my career, they got me. Right. Because I believe that. And so I got sucked into that, unfortunately, until I realized the value that I brought, or yes, I just did answer that in the examples I gave you a couple of while, until I took those paths and saw that it was successful in that way. And then later on, my nose didn't carry that level of shift in my career. Now, I will tell you, there's certain things that we're asked to do That can be transformational in our career. So let me make sure I make a difference in the two of those. Yes, if you say no, 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 and all you're saying is no, and you never say yes, and you never move the needle, and you never come with recommendations, uh, that can be detrimental. Also, here's something that's pivotal in your career. If you're approached with a major initiative, I was approached early in my career to go live in Germany. To lead an introduction of a product line and bring it back to the U.S. Mind you, I'd never been out of the country at the time. I didn't speak German. I do now. And that was that was presented to me. I was like, "Okay, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. No, I don't know that that is for this black girl. Germany. But I said, yes, I said, yes, I stretched myself transformational in my career to have that global experience. So please, I want to make sure you hear me. When, When I'm telling you to not be the workhorse, I want you to do this strategically. Clearly not a workhorse. We need to kill that title. We need to remove the capes. But saying no In times when it could be beneficial for your career long term, not wise, right? So really think about what you're being asked to do and determine where you are in your career and how that facilitates that next level, next level of your career, right? How that can make a difference for you. But saying yes all the time—that's what we're trying to kill. And yes, Barrington. Yeah, I lived in Germany for a year. I know Barrington used and I used to work together. He's joining me on LinkedIn. I thought you knew that. I'm surprised you didn't know that. But yeah, I did. And that's the time that I said yes. It's made all the difference. But what I'm talking about in this session is when we constantly decide we're the—you know—when we we don't decide. Scratch that. We are the doormat, and we believe we have to be the doormat to be successful because we as black people have always been told we have to work harder in order to get anywhere. That is, and, and, and mind you, I mean, I was told that from parents, they worked hard, they worked in the factory. They shared with me what they knew with the level of knowledge they had at the time. And if any of you have been told the same thing, you have to respect that. That's what they knew, that's all they knew. And they shared what they knew at the time. But when I was educated by somebody who told me, who didn't look like me, that said working hard is not enough, Linda, it will not make the difference in your career. What it will do, and frankly, what it did early in my career, is I kept working hard. (laughs) That's really all it did. I kept saying yes. I kept getting more of the same. My plate kept getting full but yet I was not moving anywhere. I was not moving anywhere. It wasn't until I did exactly what I shared with you. I realized I could say no, it's a power and no, but I gave no with a solution. I just didn't drop the no. Or I even had another team member who got visibility. Not bad, right? Or I said, yes, but with, yes, I'll take on program management, but with, yes, I'll take on supplier development, but with, these are examples real life that I've done in my career. Yes, I will take on the Americas rather than just North America, but with, yes, I will, but with, so, if you're dealing with any of this right now, and sometimes you can be in a very precarious position, I realize that a lot of us, you know, are in environments that could be, that could lend into this toxic space, right? And so if you're in that environment, eh, you know, even my examples aren't going to work. And maybe that's a time when you have to assess your, your workplace environment and determine if, it's time to move on because there are unfortunate situations of which we will just continue to be workhorses or expected to be that. And in those places, no matter what example I give you, it's not going to make the difference. And if that's what you're in, you need to shift. And believe me, your girl here, when people have said you will never be. <laughs> I pivoted. I shifted. Because that's not that's not part of my vocabulary, not part of my vocabulary at all. So if you are in this situation and unfortunately you've become the workhorse, take it from me, you can stop being it tomorrow and you can stop being it tomorrow and do it successfully and not shift the dynamic of your landscape and your workplace. Actually, you can find it to be a point of leverage and foundation for you to leverage. Like I said earlier, we do not have to be everything for everybody. And I know I'm talking about the workplace, but for some of us, we know that's in every part of our lives. I had to learn that too. I'm not everything for everybody, and so I removed the cape. I wasn't trying to be solution for everything. But strategically when it benefited me, when it benefited my career, when I knew I could bring more, when I knew I should get compensated for that value I was bringing, and I successfully did. Then the answer was yes. The answer was yes. Happy to do more. Happy to do more. So, if you're, you know, some of you have sent some messages. Appreciate you. Thank you, Raymond. I appreciate your feedback. Uh, really appreciate that, Raymond. Thank you so much. If you're dealing with the situation, and even when I've shared with you tonight, still you're like, ah, you know, I'm still not comfortable. I don't know that I can. I can really stand in this and and deal with it the way you're talking about, Linda, send me a message. If you're on LinkedIn, like some of the people listening now, send me a DM, a message in in LinkedIn and DMs. I'd happy I respond. Those of you that do that know I respond. If you're listening to this on YouTube, comment, send me a message, Facebook, same thing. You know, I will definitely respond. Would love to connect with you and talk about your specific situation. But one thing we can no longer be going forward is Black and brown people, Black and brown women, Black and brown men, is workhorses. Our workhorses. We no longer can be workhorses. That's no longer part of our definition as people in the workplace. We control that, though. We can change that narrative. And that is the purpose of what I'm talking about in this session of being brown at work. So hopefully that the next time you join me, (laughs) you've removed that cape. Matter of fact, let's let's burn them, too. Let's not just remove them. Let's burn the capes. Right. Let's just let's just burn it. We want to kill this totally. All right. Thank you all for joining me. I appreciate you live catching us on the replay. Thank you so much. Until next time. (laughs) Take care. If you found this podcast empowering and are ready to master the skill that can take you anywhere, get my free guide, Workplace Confidence, in the resources section of this episode.